The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Yesterday we... Uh, oh, they're still in the studio. I thought the cleaners would have thrown them away. We did some paintings. <laughs> we did paint, yeah, because we heard that Britney Spears was painting with watercolours and also Chris Brown was doing a bit of painting and yeah. they were selling their art for quite a lot of money. George Bush uh, Jr., former yeah. president, very keen painter. Really? He's... Paintings are very good. Oh, well, there you go. They're he's actually, good at something. He's got a book out and what? everything. I'm not joking. His art? Yes. That's amazing. I'm not kidding. Okay. Um, but these guys were making cash off it, and we kind of thought, well, we would like to make some money off it as well, Probably and, and for a good cause. Yeah. We would donate it to a good cause. Yeah. The um, Harry and Pricey Fun Fund. Yeah, the, the human fund, like on Seinfeld. <laughs> um, and we put the painting side by side up on Instagram and basically just ran a poll. We did. To see who was the most popular. Mm-hmm. Winner, I suppose. We're very competitive, you and I. And you've been able to vote on our 92 Instagram page all day. It's been up for the last 24 hours. Uh, And everyone on the show, everyone on the station, sorry, have been giving it a good plug and telling you to vote. So the results are in, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Producer Layla, you have the results. Now, before you continue, the winner of this... As art is subjective, yes. are we just selling their painting? What happens to the loser's painting? Um, we can sell both if you want to. This is just more basically for popularity vote. Okay, so who, who, is, who is the better painter? Who's the yeah. better painter? And okay. then we can put it to auction and then we'll see who gets more for their money. Okay, yeah. It was a close call, guys. At one point, I thought the other was going to win. But the winner is <laughs> Harry. Harry won. You're joking. You did by a point. Though. Are you serious? By a point. By a single point. Well, as in a vote. A single point. Vo- the, no. Vote. Hold on a second. It doesn't matter by how much. I won, right? So you the did. winner <gasps> of the. Oh. Yes. I see. Yes. I, I need a recount. I want to revote. This is amazing. I really thought that you were going to take it away. Oh, I'm, you know what? I'm really glad that you won. What? Why? <laughs> you would have been on a Debbie Downer otherwise. No, I wouldn't have. <laughs> Whatever I said about art being subjective, scratch that. The better painter has been voted upon by the general public, and it is me. I do like your sun-kissed mountains, Harry. I told you why I took the prize. Why did you take Because the prize? my painting represents... Uh, the desolate and desperate journey we're taking. And then the sun in the corner of the painting represents hope. Yeah. Yours is is three tadpoles eating a lemon. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's an open-minded person's heart. Colours? It's very abstract. Yeah. Uh, it's very Picasso. Landscape wins in the end. Yeah, all right, yeah. Monet. <laughs> you win. Oh, it's more of a... More of a Van Gogh, I'd imagine, really, my one. But sure, Doesn't Monet's... Van Gogh do portraits? I think he cut off his ear as well. So <laughs> uh, so what do we do now? Are we going to sell these, these paintings? I or? don't care. Oh, don't be a sore loser, Pricey. I'm joking. We'll, we'll sell yours as well. Surely someone will buy it. Someone will buy it. It's a pity payment. <laughs> the Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Pricey Scandal. So after a week-long break from hosting The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon returned to his late-night show and he actually addressed the death of his mother because that's why he took some time off. Oh dear, poor guy. Yeah, his opening speech uh, really saw him holding back the tears and when you listen to it, you're probably going to hold back some tears as well. He was paying tribute to Gloria who was his mum and then he said she is his best audience or she was his best audience and uh, then he just kind of thanked all his fans and his family. Take a listen. My mom would walk us to the store, me and my sister, and she, we would hold hands, you know, and she would squeeze my hand three times and say I love you and I would squeeze back I love you too. And last week I was in the hospital on the other side and I grabbed her hand and I squeezed I love you. And 
I just knew we were in trouble, you know. But uh, I feel so grateful to be able to do this every single night, and I'm very appreciative of all the support from all of you that my family received over the past week. We're going to continue to work really hard to bring some light and some laughter into the world. Thank you for watching. Thank you for helping me and my family recover from this loss. Mom, I'll never stop trying to make you laugh. I love you. Love More to the Really sad. Isn't that so sad? Mm. But um, yeah, I just like he pulled it together, and you know they he had a great show, but oh my gosh, yeah, it's just like heartbreaking. So that was uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon, yeah, on the yeah. Tonight Show, he was um, that was his first show back after taking a week off after his mum sadly passed away. A week's not long enough. That's. I know. Oh, it's tough. As you said, though, the show must go on. Yeah. Uh, Michael Bublé, he is set to return to sta- uh, the stage for his first performance since his no- his son Noah was diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, he was. So, yeah, really that Ill. happened, uh, I think, last year, end of last year, just before Christmas. Yeah. Um, and now Michael is going to headline the British Summertime in Hyde Park next year in July. Oh, okay. Mm. That's a really good show, actually. Yeah, I think 65,000 people can be there. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, it's going to be huge. And apparently this is his only performance booked so far in the UK in 2018. So if you're a Buble fan, you know what to do. I've seen the boobs live. Very good. Yeah, you love him. Yeah, he had an excellent band with him. Yeah. He played uh, that song that I like, Feeling Good. You um, you liked his banter as well between songs. Oh, it was a comedy show. Yeah. It was so good. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, he's a real lad, by the yeah. way. Is he really? I've heard a few stories about what? Michael Bublé. <laughs> no, not about the way, I, can't, I can't repeat them here. Good. I don't country. ever want to hear them. What, are you serious? Yeah. No, you're like him more. He's cool. You'll no. taint him. Oh, all right. If you don't want to know the truth, that's fine. <laughs> uh, finally, Joe Jackson is reaching out to his grandchild, um, Blanket Jackson. So Joe, who's 89 years old, he's the Jackson family patriarch, and he has obviously... Blanket, who's 15-year-old, um, is a 15-year-old grandson. Um, and he's talking to him and sending him a message in a video. So it's oh, a, like an open silly. letter kind of open video kind of deal, which he's posted on his website saying, you know, I love you. And there's so many similarities between you and your father and all this stuff. Um, but have a listen to the video. All right. Okay. Hello, Blanket. This is Joe Jackson. Man, you health is I don't know what. You like your father. Now I understand why your father got to had you wear masks all the time because news people was bothering him so much and so they try to disguise you as much as possible. But I know what you mean, man. But I want you to stay healthy and stay off those bikes too, you know. Uh, don't ride none. Yeah. But anyway, tell all your brothers I said hello and and stay clean and healthy. Tell all your brothers I say hello. Blanket's only got one brother. (laughs) One brother and one sister. How old's Joe? He's 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, like, hey, Blanket, it's Joe Jackson. I'm like... (laughs) It's (laughs) JoeJackson.com. Wouldn't you be like, it's Granddad. How are you, buddy? I don't know. Like, look, 89, to be able to record a video. Yeah. Like, my my Nana was 89. She didn't know how to drive. I had to put a seatbelt on for her every time she get in the so back cute. seat. Can you put the seatbelt on for me, please, Sadie? I had to teach my 84-year-old grandmother how to sweep the floor when she, when she came over to Australia. I think she had you up uh, yeah. working she's for. From, she's from India, and so like they had, she had like help in yeah. in, the, in the house in India. Yeah. And then Mum ruined her life by moving her over from <laughs> India to our house in Australia. No doubt, that's what it like, sounds like. Spend for yourself. She didn't know. She couldn't even butter her own bread. We had to teach her how to do everything. Oh my gosh. It was great. 
It was very funny. Oh, yeah. I think I, she probably knew how, but I think she'd be like, well, I've got a daughter here who's yeah. moved me out of India where I had a lovely time. Yeah. So she's going to butter my bread yeah. and sweep my floors. <laughs> That's what you it know, sounded like. And she only lasted three months and she's like, That's it. Send me back. I do not want to live with you animals. Well, honestly, your family, you, you have left the country as well for 11 years now. What's going on down there? Who knows? Oh. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Listen up, this will only take a second. Harry and Pricey's One Second Song. We are playing the One Second Song tonight for you to score tickets to go and see Take That live at the Dubai Media City Amphitheatre. Yeah, and to win, you have to identify the One Second Song, which is a Take That song. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Take That fan, you'll probably get it. Don't start texting in now. And no, we don't have backstage passes to meet Gary Barlow. Don't be weird. You're weirdo. There are a lot of very weird Gary Barlow stalkers. Yeah. yeah, we can't get that hookup for you, sorry. No. We're nobodies. Less than nobodies here. Yeah. But so, we can give you take that tickets. And these are hot. Yeah. Are you yeah. ready for today's song? Let's do it. Here we go. What? Don't be like this. You break the rules every day on can this game. Can you please turn down this backing music? Fine, it's off. Thank you. And now can you please play it? Yeah, that didn't help anything. Still don't know what that is. What? How long have we been playing this game for? I can't even hum to give you the hint today. I'm so sorry. Thank goodness. Can we try it one more time, please? Okay, this is it, though, because we may as well just be giving these away in the mail. Mm. Oh, I can get it. You got it, Producer Layla? I made it, so I know it. Yeah, see? Yeah. All right, if you think you know which take that song it is, text it through with your name to 4009. Here, Layla. I made it. So proud of her input. I contributed a second to the show today, everyone. Just want to let you know that it's me. Hashtag. I made it. Hashtag I made it. So if you get it right, you can thank me for the take that tickets. That's basically what she was saying. Wow. You've got all that. All yeah, that. I did actually. All it takes is one second to score yourself. Take that live in Dubai tickets. They are going to be here 30th of November at Dubai Media City Amphitheatre. Yeah, we got your free hookup. You just had to identify this song. Just from a second of it. So, uh, yeah, you're going to get your real fans for this one, I think. Yeah, and it's super tough today, and it's very evident that everyone thinks it's tough because on the text line, we've we've had so many different answers. Okay, some of them. No, it's not Natalie and Brulia Torn. We said that it's to take that song. Is Is it Relight My Fire? No. Is it Into the Wild? No. Is it Shine? No, it's not. See, everyone's mixed. And see, producer Layla, who made it? Isn't present. She's disappeared again. Yeah, she's just yeah, left. Well, because all I those... left. Yeah. Taking, taking no responsibility for this very hard segment. I think she was a little upset of all those things you said to her during the Ariana Grande song well, that can't be repeated. Oh, well. You, you were very, very rude. <laughs> I don't even you remember should, what I You said. should hear Pricey off the air. <laughs> I just get into this trance and I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I, that it's blinding rage. That is not what happened, by the way. Well... Producer Layla just agrees that it's too hard. (laughs) I got it straight away. And I think Kate on 4009. Kate, how you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. What are you up to, hon? Um, I've just taken my little girl to a ballet class, so I'm just driving home. Oh, nice. You're on beta. How sweet. Um, Now, what's the take that song? Uh, Is it these days? Yeah. See? Kate, got it easily. Easily. (laughs) It's a difficult one. What's your favourite Take That song, Kate? Um, I go back a bit, so I like the, the original one from there, the heyday in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Well, that one is also like, a good um, song. Like Back For Good? 
yeah, that's a good and never forget. Oh, nice. Well, you're going to hear all of those, honey, because you've just scored two tickets to see Take That in Dubai. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. You're very you're welcome. welcome. Thanks so much for playing, Kate. Do you think Kate really knew? What? The old stuff. Yeah, she did. It's like, oh, I like the stuff back in the old day. Oh, yeah. And then we had to fill in the blanks. <laughs> no, you, she said never forget. I think a secret Gary Barlow stalker just got through then. Oh, dear. That's what I think it was. Well, I hope that Kate gets even further and gets backstage and gets to have a photo with uh, all well, Gaz. Well, you can want that if you like, but I'm absolving myself of responsibility as there is a duty of care. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Yesterday, uh, we're doing the same today. We're giving away tickets to the Rugby Sevens uh, after six o'clock. Yes. Uh, we had Louise on yesterday who won, and um, we got her on the phone as she was just leaving parent-teacher night. Yes. Yeah, picking up her kids. Yeah, she said it all went well. Mm. She was happy with the results, but like she said, like a lot of parents, she went into it feeling pretty nervous and pretty scared. Uh, a lot of texts as well coming through afterwards. Um, always finish up the night with the PE teacher. Yeah. Yeah. How come? Just an easy subject. He is a, what we would call a bludge. It's a fun subject. Yeah, so no one's really going to be like, oh, you're bad at PE. Yeah, that's true. Or you're saying that your kid's unco. Yeah. That's uh, short for uncoordinated. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's probably the best teacher to finish up with. Yeah. Now, you had an interesting story of... Uh, a parent teacher night that your mum attended. Yeah, so my parent teacher, my mum went to my parent teacher night and it was uh, when I was eight years old. I think I was eight years old and it was in Perth, West Australia. And mum went to my parent teacher night and she got talking with the other parents because there were just a few around. And um, in my year, there were two twin boys and their names were Neil and Sean. And they had darker skin like I had as well. And um, and so mum got talking to, to their mum and she was like, oh, you know, um, how long have you been coming to this school for? And she said, oh, you know, we've only just moved here. And mum's like, oh, yeah, so have we. we've only just moved here too. Where have you moved from? Thinking this lady was going to say Australia, somewhere in Australia. Mm. And she's like, I've moved from London. And mum's like, oh, so did I. Uh, where where did you, you know, right. reside in London? Yeah. And it was like the same area. And mum's like starting to, mum's kind of thinking, wow, that's a little bit weird. Yeah. And then she said, so the boys are the same age as Natalie. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, oh, when's their birthday? Same birthday as my birthday. No way. The twins are the same birthday as you. Exactly the same now, birthday. And you're, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And then mum said, where, where were the twins born? And it was in the same hospital, Mayday Hospital. And mum's like, uh, no, so it was just Sean, one of the boys. And yeah. she's like, he's not a twin, is he? And she's like, yeah, he's a twin. Yeah. Mum's like, oh, my gosh. I had Natalie in the hallway of the hotel, oh, sorry, the hospital, yeah. because I was waiting for a lady to give birth to twins. <laughs> so it was the same, like the same family. Yeah. So they found this all out at a parent-teacher meeting so, in Australia. So your mum went to a parent-teacher meeting in Australia and found out that she was in fact waiting in the hallway yet again <laughs> for the twins <laughs> who, who were with the teacher, uh, but she was in the hallway giving birth to you at the very same hospital as these two twins. Yeah. Because uh, mum was like, I was the second child for mum. Yeah. So mum was like, yeah, I've done this all before. I don't need to like, you know, wait around. Don't need the bed. I'll just do it right here. <laughs> yeah. 
Just, uh, I would have done it at reception, but you know. Well, she was waiting and waiting and waiting, and the lady was like, oh, you know, um, there's a, a patient in there already, and she's had one twin, but she hasn't had the second twin yet, so we're just waiting for that to happen. Yeah. And then we'll get you straight in, Mrs. Price. And mum's like, I'm not waiting any longer. <laughs> these, hurt, these contractions are hurting way too much. Yeah, she's, yeah. Natalie's going to be born now. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, so how weird is that? Like, we were born on the same day in the same hospital in yeah. London, and then we moved to Australia in the same year went to the same school, and we lived in the same street. That's incredible. And we're not related whatsoever. No, and I, I, I would love to hear if anyone could top that story on yeah, 4009, but that's creepy. unbelievable. Yeah. It's just a small world, isn't it? Yeah, That's it all is. it is. Like. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Is this gluten-free? This is a warehouse that was converted from an indoor farmer's market. Totally sounds better on vinyl. <laughs> yeah, of course you would think that stupid hipster. It's the hipster alarm. We've spotted something hipster, not only in our country, but somewhere in the world as well. Yeah, we've got some international sleuths out there on the case. They report back to us here. Yeah, because lately it's been a little bit of over-the-top spice, you know, pumpkin spice lattes and all that kind of stuff. There's also the colourful Starbucks drinks. You know, you can get the, what is that? The unicorn, unicorn frap. The unicorn frap. The I didn't blue, know unicorns were edible. The blue algae latte. <laughs> blue and, algae and is poisonous. Not. You um, can't eat that stuff. That grows over a pond. Mm. Stay away from that. Okay. I've seen a lot of that on the Instagram, yeah, no on doubt. the old gram. Now there's a cafe in Mumbai uh, in India and they're making cappuccinos with a bunch of glitter on top. It's edible glitter and they're calling it the diamond cappuccino. Here is a picture for reference, Harry. Mm. What are you thinking? Tell me what's the first word that comes to your mind, only if it's not a swear word. Well, it'll be the second word then. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't understand. First of all, I, I will, I like to trying to turn over a new leaf price to trying to be a little bit more positive. Yeah. So I'll give them, I'll give them the first credit before I <laughs> okay. pull pieces off them. At least they've served it in a mug on a saucer. Yeah. Okay. That's one good thing. Yeah. You know, it's not in a pot. Yeah, you're happy with on that. On a crate. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's all, that's always a plus. But the rest of it, it looks disgusting. It looks like someone has spilt art and craft time yeah, over their coffee. I was going to say that looks like glue. Yeah. Um, if, if you're in Mumbai, you can buy this for about 200 Indian rupee, which is about 12 dirhams. Rip off. But if you were to buy it in Dubai, it would be about 60 dirhams, let's well, be honest. It'd be real diamonds. Yeah. I'd still buy it. <laughs> you, you are a hipster. Uh, no, I'm not. Hipster <laughs> producer Layla. Correct. If, if there was a diamond cappuccino at your local, would you buy it? I wouldn't be here. I'd be off drinking diamond cappuccino. Yeah, not before you Instagrammed it, <laughs> not though. Not before I grab it. Instagramming all over everything. Yeah. I mean, it is stupid, but it does look pretty, quite pretty, doesn't it? No. How can... I don't know about you guys. I don't drink coffee to Instagram it. I don't even like the taste of coffee. I drink coffee to get caffeine in my body yeah, to keep me alive. Yes. That's all it is. Well. It seems to be a completely different world out there for people like this. Cause, and just imagine, like, we get gl- if you wear glitter anywhere or if you wear a glittery top, it gets everywhere. Imagine ingesting that. I know. It would be all through your teeth, yeah, all over your mouth. In when your you'd smile, you just blind someone. It's what you want. It's that too. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Last time I wore a glitter top, I couldn't get out of my hair for weeks. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you said that out loud. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92. Pricey's Scandal. So global superstar Gwen Stefani is coming to Dubai. She's going to be helping open the Renaissance Downtown Hotel and uh, it's going to take place on the 4th of December and there's going to be all these kind of like 
uh, concert fan experience is up for sale as well, where cool. you can like have a meet and greet. You'll get accommodation at the hotel. You'll get to obviously see Gwen Stefani perform live as well. So it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love um, Gwen. Me too. And she, I don't think she's ever been to Dubai. I've never. I've been here 11 years. I don't think I've ever had the opportunity to see her. No. It could be awesome. I really hope she brings Blake Shelton with her. Oh my gosh, yes. Because they're so cute, those two. No, I want all the Harajuku girls. <laughs> yeah, they probably will come too. I hope so. I That's all the dancers, awesome. right? Yeah. Yeah. So Michelle Pfeiffer, it's she's definitely one of my favourite actresses. I just love her from Greece too. <laughs> I uh, what? I, I actually do love her from that, but I also like I know it. you do. I like it from Dangerous Minds, What so Lies Beneath. Oh, so many great films. Hairspray. Um, hairspray as well. Um, she talked about all the huge Hollywood gigs that she turned down, and you will be surprised. She was hot property back in the 90s and, yeah. and the late 80s as well. The list is so long, I can't believe she turned them down, but take a listen. I guess maybe I am a little bit picky. There's legend in Hollywood about roles that you've passed up. Legend? Well, you can tell me if they're true. Okay. Pretty Woman? Yes. Thelma and Louise? Yes. Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Ginger and Casino? Mm, yes. Sharon Stone? Basic Instinct? Yes. Wow. You've done your homework. What's the one you watch and you go, man, I wish I was in that one? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. She was... I know. The oh, biggest crazy. one for me is Pretty Woman. Yeah, like, same. Oh. Uh, the biggest one for me is probably Basic Instinct. <laughs> um, just of a course, particular scene comes guy. to mind. I don't know. I kind of like Sharon Stone in that film, though. She's um, Michelle Pfeiffer's in this new uh, flick. The Murder on the Orient Express. Is she really? Yeah, oh, that's a massive cast her. for that. Me she too. She was also in Scarface, as you probably know, Harry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah a great movie. But yeah. she actually talked about how she's never watched herself in Scarface before, ever. Not once? Not once. Take a listen. Have you ever seen Scarface? Not since I made the movie. Really? I saw it once. I'm getting to the point where I may not see them ever. Because I think I'm much happier because I'm very critical, so what's the point? So you're never sitting at home with David, you're flipping through the guide and... No, it's like... Let's click on Scarface. No, if we're flipping through the guide and I see one of my movies, I'm just, I can't get past it quick enough. <laughs> you're quite good, Michelle. You really should Am check I? out some of the movies. Really, yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, who flicks through the guide? <laughs> That's all I got. I was yeah. like, who gets a TV guide anymore? No one gets a TV guide <laughs> no. anymore. Maybe they're thinking about scrolling through the... Oh, the actual stuff. one on the box, yeah. Yeah, but like, she's so humble. I, she just doesn't care. Yeah, she just does it for the acting, for the work, and then she moves on with the life. Do you, uh, you know, she said, but she doesn't, she couldn't sit through any of her movies. Mm. Do, you, do you ever listen to the show? No. You don't listen to it. I know that it's we're up on always, the podcast. We're always told to, and um, we're probably supposed to. Really? But I can't. No. I do. Yeah, you you do. I like listening when you're listening. Yeah. But I don't really. I don't know. Really? I don't like I don't like listening to my voice. You should. You guys are very funny. Oh, thanks, Lael. You're welcome. Uh, of course we are, Lael. The Harry and Pricey Podcast. Dubai 92.